reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo. There was a man who was blind. Jesus put clay on his eyes. Darkness falls, coloring the sunset sky. Far beyond the star, I see all the works you have made. I lift up my eyes. Far beyond the star I see How you shine your light through me Bringing hope to my life I believe in you I believe
and for my hearers that we will all be fruitful and be great in this great work we are doing. Amen. Now, um, what I want to share with you this evening has to do with the many changes that have come up in recent times. You know, Almost, I can almost say that we have arrived at a new church. Many things happening now never existed in time past. There are Basanta leaders here. Many years ago, they were in obscurity. But now, Santa heads are at the center of the work we are doing. Those who felt irrelevant and now understand that they were not thinking well. <laughs> but there's nothing like a leader who is irrelevant in the church. To be here and feel irrelevant means that you don't understand what you are doing. <laughs> Because it's not just 2,000 years ago. The harvest is still plenteous. Yes. And the laborers are still few. But I want to really thank God for his Holy Spirit. Whose guidance, whose voice has brought us to a very good place. And I'm saying, I'm going back to say that. We have almost arrived at a new church. It's a new church. And there's nothing wrong with having a new church. There's nothing wrong with having a new church. Even God says that he will create a new heaven and a new earth. 
and he has been created. This earth we are on is, is not the original one. The heavens we see are not the original heavens. Yes. And he prophesied in Isaiah that he will do a new thing. A new thing. A new thing. So, there is nothing wrong with having, you know, we are doing a new thing. Amen. We are doing a new thing. Say, we are doing a new thing. I can't hear you. A very new thing. A very new thing. A very new thing. And when you walk with God, you should expect new things. So in this era of constituencies, new SAT arrangements, and all the major advances, GSOs are now in the redemption service. It's a new thing. Now, I want to tell you that when God is doing something new, you must also change. Amen. Oh, I can't hear you. Oh, you don't want to change. Sorry? You want to change? Then I'm not hearing any amen. Yeah, because, you see, you, you, you can't you can't be the way you are and expect God to use you. Because every new era requires a new attitude. You see? It says, no man put that new wine into old bottles. Mark 2.22 No man put it new wine into old bottles. Else the new wine that best the bottles and the wine is spilled and the bottles will be marred but new wine must be put into new bottles. Amen. Amen. Say new wine into new bottles. Now, the ministry we did before, which has forced a lot of changes into what we have now, came about because, you know, the Bible describes in Samuel that there was a time in Israel when the word of God was scarce. The word of God was rare, was scarce. You see, so you see, you may not know that you are operating without the word. See, at that time, first Samuel 3 1, the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. And there was no open vision. 
You see, so, so that word, can I have another translation, please? New Living Translation or any, 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 any translation you can find. So, so, so now, in those days, messages from the Lord were rare. So that word precious is not what you know as precious. That's why you must, can I see New King James? I'm buying New King James Bibles, and I want to be sure. Aha! So I'm going to buy good Bibles. You see, and the word of the Lord was rare. Was rare in those days. So, so if you were a priest in those days, you will not know that you are operating in a word-free environment. You will know it. Because you are wearing your cassock, your effort, you are burning incense and so on. But what you don't know is that you are a priest without the word. Word free. Yes. Without the word. The ministry we have done in this church has largely been done at all levels without the centrality of the word of God. A lot of behavior in the church is just because there is no word. Most of the problems you, even you, will face in your basenta or your santa or basanta, most of the problems you will have with people will be only because of a, of, 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 of a life that is out of access with the word of God. Most of the problems in the church, if not all, are traceable to the absence of the word of God. And I'm saying that you, you, you may not know, but you can operate without the word of God. Basenta leaders were not praying, having their quiet time. All they were doing is just basing people to church. That is the ministry we did here. So you can have a GSO with a large zone, a large constituency. But he cannot find even one person to make a shepherd. But when he opens his eyes, he sees human beings sitting there. And the answer is that ministry was being done without the word of God. No word. No scriptures. So today, I want us to manufacture new bottles. New wine skins. So that the new wine will be preserved. You are looking at a pastor who has been around for 40 years in the kingdom. 40. I couldn't have been standing in front of you if I wasn't a word person. A lot of you sitting here have no future. Have no future. I'm saying that a year by this time, you will not be in the system. Look, the word of God in the beginning was the word. The word was God, was with God, and the word was God. It starts with the word. Word. We must become pastors who like word. There is nothing like ministry without the word of God. 
Dear Basenta leader, hear me well. You are wasting your time around here if you are not the type who is into the word of God. Just live here and go away. I'm telling you that you are, you are wasting your time. You are wasting the, your, your pastor's time. You are wasting the soul's time. You are actually a useless entity in the system. There is nothing like being around as a pastor, as a shepherd, as a basenta leader, santa leader, whatever. And there is no word. You are here, you don't even know the type of Bible you are using. You don't know the type of uh, whatever, uh, 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 how many other Bibles you should have. You don't know about the existence of other translations. You don't read the Bible. You don't care. You can go for days and not sense that you have not read your Bible. But if you don't have lunch, you can sense that you have not had lunch. You are a carnal person who must be driven out. We don't want you. And I'm empowering constituency of years to drive out of your midst any leader showing the stigmata of wordlessness. I'm telling you. The ministry we are doing is no more basing or just going to stand as a Santa leader and teach something and go home. No. No. No, no. No. We are too evil to be operating without the word. We are too fallen to be operating without the word. I mean, you think of the girls around you if you are a man with two testicles. How are you going to manage these girls? There's no word in you. The word of God is what brings the fear. Yes. The word I speak, they are spirit. And that spirit is broken into seven in Isaiah chapter, uh, what do you call it? 11 verse 2. And one of the spirits is the spirit of the fear of God. So there's a direct link between the fear of God and the word of God. Some of you have been stealing offerings. How can you take offerings? You take offerings. One Ghana, two, 50 pesos, three Ghana, five. Somebody will bring 10. And then you just collect it and you just remove almost everything and leave Tregana as the offering. And there is no fear in you. It's because there is no word. I mean, for you to, for you to have a meeting with six members and have the ability to write 12, you lack the fear of God. You like the fear of God. I mean, six people came, but you are recording 12. And it's all, all these things are because of, you see, and, and when there is no word in you, you will lack fruits. Luke 8, verse 11. Now the parable is this. The seed. The seed. It's the word of God. So if you are not a word girl, a word man, it means you don't have any seed. And if you don't have any seed, it means you will never bear any fruit. 
So a lot of the barrenness is not just a matter of not having members or nobody came for the outreach. It's actually traceable to wordlessness. The seed is a word. Everything you are seeing around here is because of the seed of the word of God in me. The seed is the word. So if you have no respect for the word of God, where's your Bible? Zero respect. I can tell you just by looking at you, you have not read your Bible for two weeks. You sitting here. Am I lying? Don't use smiles and laughter to obliterate my intentions. Are you a center leader? Or you are a trainee? Then start well. Start well. Oh, then, then, then maybe it's because of you I, I'm, I'm teaching what I'm teaching. And it's possible. No, no. God can do something in the whole country because of one woman. So if you are now starting, then start well. Have respect. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. The seed is the word of God. Yes. 6, please. Oh, oh there's no verse 6 there. Yes. Because you have rejected knowledge, you don't like knowledge, I will also reject you that you shall be... No- Read the English here. Okay, they don't understand the King James. Can I have New King James, please? Let's, let's, let's get down. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you from being priest for me. If you don't... If you reject the word in your life, you are being rejected. You are, you are rejecting yourself from being a pastor, a priest, a basentalist. I'm saying that... Listen to me, please. Anything you will do without the word of God disqualifies you. It is the word of God that qualifies you. A lot of the barrenness we are showing, it's not because we, we are pregnant or just got a new job or you've lost your job or you, are, you, you have moved to a new area. Everything you will bring up as an excuse has been, has been wedded by many a leader. It's only when it got to you that it became a problem. But we never knew that moving away, living somewhere. Look, there are people who come here from Kaswa. Amasaman. People get pregnant. Women are in labor. The baby is crowning and she is bursting. We have all of them here. So when you get pregnant and you cannot come to church, we know that it's not anything apart from the wordlessness in you that responds to stresses. Most of you here, you know yourself. You are just bashing, and still, some of you don't read your Bibles. I don't know what you are trying to do. I don't know what you are trying to do. What are you trying to do? A pastor of sheep, and you have no respect for the Bible. I'm saying that you cannot be a leader here. I'm talking to you. You can't be a leader here if you don't respect the Word of God, the Bible, the Bible. Do you read your Bible? Have you read the Bible today? What did you read? John 3, 16. What did you read? Tonight I'm talking about laboring in the word. Turn your Bibles please. Let's, let, let's start the work. 
You see, First Timothy five seventeen. Let the elders. Yes, thank you for the New King James. Let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor. So already we are being bombarded with realities. Time will fail us to even bring out. But I can't continue without pointing out to you that there is such a thing as ruling well. You can be a basenta leader, a santa leader, and not rule well. And the Bible identifies a particular constituency of leaders called leaders who rule well. Now, he's talking about them. That, that those people, not everybody, not everybody, those who rule well should be identified and given double honor. Now, then he zeroes in on who they really are. Especially, so, so those who rule well may be ruling well in different areas. But then he narrows it down on a particular group of leaders in the church. And they are those who labor in the word. Oh, how I wish that your labor will not be more in the area of visitation than in the area of the word. I'll prefer you don't visit. I will prefer you don't visit. I'm saying that I'm praying that your labor is not seen more in visiting or more in praying or more in 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 interactions than in the word. Don't visit. If you don't have the word in you, don't interact. You go near a girl without the word of God, you are only going to destroy your life and reduce yourself to a piece of bread. Sir, my advice to you is that don't visit if you don't have the word. So there are many areas where we labor. We organize, we produce softwares, we produce data Excel sheets, we manage our income, we have a, a, what's the name of the, state of the flock, you know how many members are in JHS, how many are married, how many are, are electricians. How many come regularly? How many don't come? You are very good at that. I'm saying that if we take you out 
and we are describing you. We should not say you labor more in anything else apart from the word. I'm saying that labor in other areas, but the word of God should should should, should be where you bestow your highest labor. Highest labor. Yes. Highest labor should be in the word. This is the people, these are the guys who are being singled out. You are being advised to, to respect some people. And I'm sure you know, sir, you have been a, a minister of long standing. You know that there are many aspects to ministry. Ministry is not just Bible reading, ministry is not just quiet time, ministry is using your brain. Loving members, shepherding them, forgiving, being patient, laboring to visit people, spending your life, spending your time, spending your energy, spending your money. There are many aspects of ministry now. I'm saying that, I'm saying that when we take you up, we should not find that you, you, the, 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 the biggest thing about you is that you sing well. The biggest thing about you shouldn't be that you, 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 you are the largest contributor of money for Basin in your constituency. When we weigh you, we should find your labor in the word as the most prominent part. Eight things you must know about laboring in the word. Eight things you must know. So, so mommy, you, you, you get me that those days when we were just bassing, bassing, bassing as the mainstay. There's something called mainstay. The main thing about you is that you are just a good basser. You know the truck truck drivers in the area. They know you. Some of you have even bought spare parts in your room. Just in case the carburetor gets pulled, you can replace it on the way. Spark plugs. You have things. I mean, it's like you, you are a main basser. Now, I, I'm saying that. You, you should understand that now, in this era, I'm not stopping you from bussing. I'm, I'm sure you know I'm not stopping you from bussing. But when we weigh you, your dry weight, should be, should be more of laboring in the word. More than laboring in basin. When you labor in the word, you only need to spend three minutes with the soul. Bam. Without the word, it will be two hours. One and a half of which will be used to talk rubbish. Without laboring the word, I will ask you not to labor in prayer. 
Because your prayers will be useless. Nothing can be done without the word of God. It's the basis for life. In the beginning. The word. Not bossing. Not prayer. Prayer can never be higher than the word of God. In fact, those who read their Bibles are those who are allowed to pray. And I'll come there. Ah. Can you imagine that God has elevated, the Bible says that he has lifted, elevated his word above his name. The name Yehoah, Elohim, Yahweh. The name that even when you write it, when you write it, after every Elohim, you must go and wash the pen and the ink before you continue to write again. Yahweh. That's the name. He says that he has lifted, raised, elevated, placed the word, his word, above, above Elohim. So there's something more powerful than Elohim. There's something more powerful than Yahweh. And you have raised Basin above the word. It shows your level of intelligence. Number one. For you have magnified your word above all your name. It's amazing that God respects his word. I mean, what God respects is exactly what you don't respect. And how can you walk with God and work with God? I'm saying that you are walking or working with someone who respects something you don't seem to respect. You can live for days without the Bible, the word, nothing. No listening to messages, no reading of books. I mean, you are just roaming around. And I'm surprised that your pastor cannot pick it. And is allowing a character like you, a living thing like you, to be around. Number one, I've already said it. But let me put it into words. Laboring in the word is the highest level of ministry. It's the highest. 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 That's why if you have if you are doing video, you should be quick to move on to some basenta teaching work. I mean, look at it. When we are looking for someone to respect, is there? Take me back to the scripture. First Timothy 5.17 Let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor. That is double respect. 
especially those who labor in the word. So, as soon as we find a certain absence of the word in you, we must lose respect for you. We must stop respecting leaders who don't have Bibles. Stop respecting leaders who cannot quote scriptures. Don't respect them. I said, from today, I'm informing seals and saunter heads. Better put the word of God where God has put it. You should feel uncomfortable to be among pastors like us when you don't read the Bible. She feel uncomfortable. The same way we felt uncomfortable when we were among mathematicians in our class. When we were around French students in our class. You see that you feel left out. And I'm saying that the new church we are building, if you are a Bacenta leader who does not read your Bible, I'm saying that you should begin to feel a certain discomfort and unease. And I'm asking CEOs to make your, 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 your constituencies inimical to non-Bible lovers. Don't allow them around. Embarrass them. Drive them out. Run them out of town. They are evil. They are dangerous. Why? Because even God has already run them out of town. Was that for sex? God has already run them out of town. They are, they are already rejects. They are, they, are, they, are, they are kingdom rejects. Don't, ad, don't allow them. Don't admit them. Don't let them be. When you meet your leaders, let the leaders who you meet be leaders who know the word, like the word, read the word, speak the word, quote the word. If you find someone who doesn't have such characteristics, drive him out of town. Because God has already rejected them. Do not, don't embrace what God has rejected. Don't think you are kinder than God. He said, I will reject you. Do not embrace what God has disowned. You will soon wake up one day to realize that God was right. Sack this useless Basenta leader. Why are they useless? Because they can't speak English. Who told you? Why are they useless? Because they, they couldn't do JHS. Who told you that? They are useless when they don't have respect for the word of God. Drive them out of town. Ah, but the Bible says we must give honor to whom honor is due. And honor is not due to buses. 
biblically, the people we respect are not people who bass. Are not people who visit. The people we respect are people who labor in the work. Those are the people to whom honor is due. Honor is due. If you enter a room of your leaders, your six leaders, and they're all seated, oh, Alice, how are you doing? Very good. And you, 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 you disregard the, the rest in there. Oh, Alice, how's, how's your mom? Beautiful. Great. See me after the meeting. Good, Alice. That's all. You have acknowledged her. Why didn't you acknowledge Philip? He is useless. Why is he useless? Because he's young. Because he's away. Because he's fafra. Because he's fante. Because he has not been to school. Why is he useless? Because he has no respect for the Bible. You can even see it by the Bible he's using. Inability to quote scripture. See us begin to have Bible memorizations. Sessions. Get them to quote a verse. I'm making an announcement. I have never, I have never spoken this way. So some of you think that, oh, you are a basenta leader to bass. Or you are a leader to sing. You are around to arrange chairs. You are around, it's like, we love you when you bring money. Nay! Hear me well, read my lips clearly. I'm saying that here, the people we respect are not girls with money, are not people who bass more, but are people with the word. And if you if it gets your turn, you choose to respect something else. Choose to respect something else. Number two, you are ending. Number two. Laboring in the word is the only known way. Only known way. Of giving birth to spiritual children. Not by giving them cupcakes. Not by giving them airtime. Not by giving them clothes. Laboring in the word is the only known way. Of giving birth to spiritual children. Anything you are doing. Which doesn't have the substance of the word of God. May be creating a girlfriend. You will be creating a girlfriend. Yes. You may be creating a boyfriend. You may be, you may be, you may be grooming your next orangu, who will rise up and drive you out of the door. There is no other way of giving birth to spiritual children, not by sharing airtime, not by sharing your, I'm not stopping you from giving airtime, I'm not stopping you from sharing your lunch with them, but if it does not have as the backdrop, the word, laboring in the word, 1 Corinthians 4.15, though you have 10,000 father uh, uh, instructors, yet have ye not many fathers, for in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel, say through the gospel, Say through the gospel. We give birth through the gospel. We don't give birth through airtime. We don't give birth through lunch and, and cakes. We give, he said, for in Christ Jesus, 
I have given birth to you through the gospel. So if in your relationship with your sheep, the Bible, the gospel, there's no, you, you are not working with the word of God. You, you, you will be creating an orangu, creating a monster, creating a girlfriend, creating a boyfriend, create, you may be creating something you may not know. You may be creating the, 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 the soon to come mother of your, of your unplanned first child. I said, if you have cupcakes, don't keep yourself from sharing. But if there is no word, which is how you have done ministry in time past. Luring people to church with airtime, luring people to church with food, Luring people to church with, with, with lies. I'm saying that if there is no airtime, if there is no food, if there is no money, you can still give birth if the word of God has its place in your relationship with your church member. Get it right. Of the work you've done in the past three years is just been given back to church attending unbelievers. Yes. Just church attending unbelievers. Singers who don't have the word of God. So you see that you work and work and work, but uh, people never see because the only anchor in life is God's word. In this kingdom, what anchors us to the kingdom of God is the word of God. Yes. You have even bought an alarm clock for your sheep to wake him up for flow prayer. I'm telling you that you are only preparing that person to wake up early to fornicate. Number three, we are closing. Laboring in the word begins with acquiring the word. That's how it starts. It begins with acquiring the word and all the other forms the word of God comes in. That's how it starts. You cannot labor in the word without acquiring Bibles, New Living Translation, New King James, King James, New American Standard Bible, Macarius, Poimano, Makane. You don't have Makane. You don't listen to camps. You are a leader. You are a leader. You are, you are, you are a pastor of eight members. You don't listen to camps. In fact, you don't even... I'm sorry for saying you don't listen to camps. How could, how could I have said that? You don't even own one camp. Even one. One camp. Jeremiah 15, 16. That's a man who became a prophet. Spot on prophetic. Your words were found and I ate them. You find before you eat. You do what? I cannot hear you. What do you do? You got to find before you eat. You must spend your time finding books, finding Bibles. When Paul wanted, uh, even. 
He was, he was, he was freezing cold in winter. He asked for his parchments. He said, bring me, the, bring the cloak I left with Kapus at Troas when you come. And the books, the books. When you are calling, when a shepherd is calling, you don't call for wigs. You don't call for skirts. You don't call for shoes. You don't call for makeup. We must find you calling for books and calling for parchments and calling for scriptures and calling for materials to read. Yes. Yes. You find it. You ask for it. You chase it. What effort have you put into getting your brother to buy you a Bible? Or your auntie in America, as we are here, we mention New American, give me a New Living Translation, give me a Living Bible. Oh, uh, uh, see, I'm, I'm coming next week. What should I bring you? Oh, mommy, can you please buy me a New Living Translation? Yes, then it shows that you are, you, are, you are a sensible, useful leader. I said... Laboring in the word, labor, it begins with what? Acquiring, finding, thy words were found. You find before you eat. You don't just sit there and expect the word of God to descend upon you like the golden stool. You find it. Anything you have not looked for, you will never have it. The words were found. Including finding a phone which can contain the macane. Finding, finding, finding a tablet which can contain a thousand books. Thy words were found. The word of God can be looked for. The word of God can be looked for. Look for the word. Oh, bush sister. Look for the word. Stop looking for a man. I know girls looking for spams. Look for the Bible. Look for books. Ah, Bishop mentioned the other day when he was preaching, he talked about the fall of Lucifer. I've not even heard it before. Do you know that book? I don't know. Do you know that book? I don't know. Do you know? Ah, the fall of Lucifer. Okay, let's, let's ask uh, 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 Francis. Francis, um, Bishop mentioned a book, The Fall of Lucifer. Have you heard it before? Uh, by the way, he seems to mention this man. Um, Joy, 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 joy. Uh, something joy. Joy, 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 joy. No, no, no. Rejoiner. Joy. Ah, yes, 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 yes. That one, that one. I, w- I would like to read his book and say, Do you have one? You are finding the word of God. Thy words were found. You have not. Because you ask not. You don't have it because you don't look for it. You have not, James. And asking is in the same category, according to Matthew 7. Asking is in the same category as looking for, seeking, knocking, an effort to find. 
and effort. Matthew 7, 7. Looking, seeking, knocking. That is, you are looking for something. Looking, knocking, finding, seeking, looking, knocking. I want you one of these days to be looking for a book to read. To be looking for a verse in the Bible. To be looking for a verse in another, another translation. That is what makes you a priest. Thy words were found. I bet you have never looked for a book before. And interestingly, I'm, I'm, I was told in, this afternoon that that's also how you got to fail your exam in school. Yes. That's how you failed. You never looked for books. Anybody with straight A's, straight ones, the distinction students, they are looking for materials. As you are sitting there expecting the book to just enter you, There is something I'm telling you. Can you please sit down? I need to see everybody's face. Sir. Vincent, you know, you brought down the atmosphere beautiful last two weeks. Great. I, I, I would like to even have a meeting with you about how to really bring up a certain level of praise in the Nina uh, redemption. I would like to have uh, you and uh, that guy who sang with you. Oh dear. He actually works out, out of town. Sylvester. Uh, is he still in town? Or he's gone back? Yeah, but I'd like to see you. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful singing. Very good. But I'll drive you out of town. <laughs> I will drive you out of this church. No, because you see, as you are there, just, and there's a way of walking like that. Just moving. And what you are doing? You, you are exciting the girls. You are exciting the girls. You are exciting the girls. And they would want to throw themselves at you. Any man who has not had a woman throw herself at you, you have you've not experienced manhood. I say you've not experienced manhood. If you are a man and a woman has not surrendered her body for free to you. It means that you have not exp- you are not at a certain level. Yes, you, you, your, your anointing is is kindergarten anointing. The higher you are, they, 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 will, they will they will put it on a golden plate and give it to to serve you kneeling down. And I'm saying that without the word of God, you will do much. The word, the word, the word of God. Who be in the church and that you are sleeping with a girl? Sleeping with yes, I'm talking about Vincent. Sleeping with that girl in the choir, slept with this dancing star, slept with this boy. He's now become some half homosexual, half womanizer, because the word of God is not on your heart. You never will have God's word if you don't look for it. And those who find it, 
They rejoice not in singing. They rejoice not in playing instruments. Your joy in the church must not come from dancing. Must not come from singing. Must not come from playing drums. Your joy in the church. And it was unto me. The joy of my heart. The joy of my rejoicing. Your joy in the church must come primarily. From the word of God. If you meet a dancing star who likes dancing more than reading his Bible, you have met a dangerous person. Drive him out of town. We like like to do video work. We we like sound. We are there, sound guys, and audio and all the But you must not, your joy must not come from Projecting verses. No. No. If your joy is in projecting verses, soon you'll be irrelevant. Because very soon, there'll be a technology. I'll just set it up. When I mention the scripture, it will auto-find and project three. And I'll choose top. Sound-guided, voice-sensitive projection. We won't need you soon. But thank God, the word of God, the word of God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. From the beginning is the word. The end is the word. It's called the Alpha and the Omega. No technology can drive the word of God out of town. So those who are into the word, they last. That's why I'm standing here. I know singers who cannot be found. I know instrumentalists who cannot be found. I know dancers who are lost. I know cleaners who are, who are now homosexuals in town. But those who rejoice in the word of God, thy words were found. And I did eat them. I did eat them. And it became unto me the joy of my rejoicing. I've been called by thy name, O God. Beautiful. Number four. Laboring in the word involves studying the Bible and reading books. I'm showing you what it means to labor in the word. Because those are the people we will give the prime spots to. If you are going to respect somebody, it's not because she has not she has done pony. And I want you begin to respect people who know the word. Yes, who labor in the word. I'm not finished. I'm still. I'm. I'm, I'm on it. I'm saying that laboring in the word involves what studying the Bible and reading the books. 2 Timothy 2.15 Study to show yourself approved. And many of you have been disapproved. You have no future in this work we are doing. Ministry is not by dressing. It's not by curling your hair or cutting a boy. Ministry is not shoes and singlet. Ministry is the study. 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 
I said, study. When Daniel was talking about how he got to where he was, Daniel 9 and verse 2, he talked about reading the prophecies of Jeremiah. You read books. What are you reading now? What book are you reading now? What book are you reading now? When you read the Bible, reading the Bible in verses, in chapters, in accounts, it shows that you are laboring. The people we respect in the church are people who read their Bibles. Have you read your Bible today? Who read their Bibles? Who read? They have a book they read. I said they have a book they read. I said they have a book they read. I'm telling you that a book by Bishop Dagwood Mills is not lower than Isaiah. It's not lower than Jeremiah. When Bishop Dagwood Mills writes steps to the anointing, writes megatech, it is of the order of, 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 of Isaiah, of the order of Exodus. Did you know that what we call the word of God is books written by men? Men with two testicles? That there's nothing like the word of God anywhere? Holy men of God. Unless you want to tell me your prophet is not a holy man of God. The Bible you are reading, there are more books which should have been in the Bible which which are not in the Bible. Some men met in a room and selected some sisters' books. So even the Catholic church, they, they don't they don't even read a lot of this your Bible. They read Apocrypha. You sit in the in the Catholic church. They are reading Esdras. Esdras. If Isaiah is the word of God, then Mega Church is also the word of God. You don't seem to hear me. I said, if Ezra is the word of God, then church planting is also the word of God. In your heart and mind, elevate the word of your prophet. Believe in God, but also believe in your prophet. The strength with which you believe in God ought to be the same strength you use to believe in your prophet. Second Chronicles 20. So the strength with which you believe in the word of God should be the same strength with which you believe in the word of your prophets. From today, anybody here who doesn't have a lifestyle of reading the Bible and reading books, I'm informing you that spiritually, you are not laboring in the word and you will never be honored. You will never be respected. You will be eliminated by either sickness, disaster, life's events will, will, will uproot you from amongst us. I'm saying that the Basenta leader we call a Basenta leader, the GSO we call a GSO, is one who has not only acquired the material, but reads and in fact studies. You've studied Thomas. You've studied French. You've studied history. It's time to study. 
work the scriptures like maths. Oh, yes. Yes. Elimination by substitution. Quadratic equation. You can work the word of God like you are working trigonometry. You, I'm telling you that you can work it. You put this here, this, therefore, this, this one says this, and this, this, this is the revelation here. Haba. Why are you walking about without the scriptures? And of course, we admitted you. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. No, no, you're not a bad person. We allowed you to be amongst us with such disregard for the word of God, but no more. No more. I said, we are going to create an atmosphere in the church which will let it be uncomfortable for your type to be in the church. You, we will drive you out of the ministry. We'll drive you out. Why? I've told you why. Why are we going to drive you out? Because God has already rejected you. Number five. Let's quickly end the service. Laboring in the word involves teaching groups of Christians. Yes. Groups. All through the Bible. You are sitting here, you have made yourself a video person, you have made yourself a sound person. I mean, mean, bright. When was the last time you taught a group of people? People are sitting down and you are teaching them, and you do that twice a week. You go here, you teach. You I'm saying that in this era, doing sound or doing video will not earn you our praise. Now, I expect the one who plays the drums, the one who plays the bass guitar, to find you're not here to labor in, in, in instrumentation you're not here to labor in drums you're not here to labor in graphic designing do you read your bible do you read your bible we will make this church uncomfortable for you you it. we will embarrass you publicly so we just turn ahead Alex quote this verse they will give you another verse. Quote this verse. Okay, where can we find the story? That if you cannot, then we keep you standing. So go and stand at the back. Yeah, so that, so that from the back you leave the church. Go out because God has already rejected you. We will never allow you into our midst when God has rejected you. You reject wisdom, he rejects you. You cannot be a priest. Who are we to employ people God has rejected? What's the point I was making? It's time for those sitting behind the laptop, those sitting behind the videos, those sitting behind the consoles to begin to find people to teach. There's nothing like God made you into a toilet cleaner in the church. Or God made you into an airport star in the church. Do you know what you are doing to yourself walking in front of us like that? Do you know what you are doing? Do you know what you are doing? Walking up and down. Do you understand what you are doing? Do you know what you are drawing to yourself? Married or unmarried? Do you know what you are drawing to yourself? And do you have the power to resist? 
advancement. When a man says he's coming for you, you've not met one before. You think I'm joking? I don't know why. They always think I'm joking. But how can we have a church without apostles? How can we have a church without beautiful girls who are also singing and who are also playing instruments? We need them. Yeah, because we too, our eyes have got rots and cones. We also like to see nice things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm, we deserve it. So we are not, we can't have a church full of people with one eye. One is red, one is white, one is twisted to the left. The nose, one part is flat. What is that? How does it help us? But you must be worried that you are a pretty girl without the word of God in you. Without the Bible study, without spirituality. You should be worried that you are a handsome pastor, handsome boy, without the capacity to say no. No. Paul said, I never asked 2020. He said, I taught you from house to house how I held back nothing that was helpful to you. But, but proclaimed it to you and taught you publicly and from house to house. Let's see what is in verse 19. Verse 19, oh, oh, verse 19, verse 19. Serving the Lord, look at it too. Serving the Lord with all humility of mind and with many tears and temptations. Ah. 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 Serving the Lord, you'll be tempted to steal money. You'll be tempted to touch something you shouldn't touch. You'll be tempted to sleep with that boy. You'll be tempted, it's not just guys who sleep with girls. Girls also, lady shepherds sleep with male sheep. And they say, serving the Lord with all humility of mind. And we serve God, I've preached here just after crying. I've preached here two minutes after crying, ten minutes after crying, twenty minutes after crying, one hour after crying, and as I am preaching, I am crying. We are serving God. I can't start talking about the temptations. I will not frighten you with temptations. But thank God, they're not just standing in front of you with shirt and blouse. With what? Shirt and blouse. When you see me standing here, there's word in me. Yes. Yes. The feelings you have, mine is even finer than yours. Yes. Yes. It's finer. It's finer. The, the texture. The texture is fine. But the word of God. Nevertheless. At thy word. At thy word. So, so when you are there. You are a leader. And you don't have the word of God. You are, you, there is nothing to restrain you. Nothing restrains you. You want to insult your husband. You damn him and walk away. But the girl with the word. Hey. The first sentence. She spoke to her husband. Something hit her. But you, 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 can, you can insult to do uh, and then turn over and shake your buttocks at him and then you go away. Yeah. 
serving the Lord with humility, with tears, with temptations, and humility of mind. But you know something? Verse 20. What has kept him was that verse 20. He says, I kept back nothing that was profitable to you. But I've showed you. And I'm talking about laboring, not in data work. Laboring, not in laboring in the word. Without it, I will supervise your exit from the church. I kept back nothing. Nothing. Which means that Paul knew a lot of things. Any situation he encountered, he knew the appropriate verse to solve this problem, to solve this problem, to solve this. So, and he knew, so he spent time. Every download he should download, he downloaded it. He kept back nothing that was profitable. But some of you, you don't even know what is profitable. This is a man who was calling for apartments, who was calling for books. I'm not surprised that he knew exactly what his members needed. The one with the divorce problem, the one with, with homosexuality problem. Oh, you think homosexuality homo, is just a 21st century problem? Read your Bible. 6,000 years ago, penises were still looking for innocence. Read Genesis. How do you think we have Sodom and Gomorrah? So, how do you think you are. We have Sodom and Gomorrah. You think they just make roofing sheets there? Or roofing tiles? Or it's a gold mining town? Read your Bible as what, what, is, what, what was in Sodom and Gomorrah. But each generation has had evil, but each generation has also had men who because of their love for the word of God have been unshaken, have been unmoved, have been stable in spite of the current and undercurrents of sin. Paul moved synagogue. He would go to Athens. He would get this group. He would move here. Write a letter. Most of his letters were to were to churches. I long to see you, Romans. I want to come to you, Philippians. I want to be with you, Ephesians. I want to come around. I want to. When I come, my desire is that I'll spend some time with you before I go to the next town. He was all. Where are the groups you are teaching? And I'm addressing Sontaheads. Number six. Let's close. Laboring in the word involves teaching individuals. Individuals. You labor in the word. Includes what? Ministering the word of God. No right teaching, right? Ministering the word of God. Not this time to groups, but to individuals. Abba. When I say individuals, I mean one or two, not three. You can catch some two sisters. 
Just because if you go to a house and they are twisted, you say, okay, let me talk to Evelyn first, then, then I'll, uh, I'll talk to Belinda. You should be able to speak to both Belinda and Evelyn together as one unit. It's still one-on-one. Hello? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand it? Yes. The ministers who made impact minister to individuals. In fact, your greatest impact in ministry is not the impact you make on crowds, but the impact you make on individuals. I'll take it again. Your greatest impact in ministry is not the impact you make on crowds, but the impact you make on what? Individuals. A tense woman who are into men into straight out evangelists. John 4. Woman at the well. Beautiful. Beautiful. So you have had five men. The one in your bedroom now is somebody's wife, somebody's husband. So wow, who are you? Anybody here who doesn't spend the word of God one on one, you are useless leader. Philemon 111. You are useless. We are not here to be preaching just to crowds. No, 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 no. Go and find one person. Go and find two people. Philip was in town. Then the the Holy Spirit moved him to Gaza. A desert. Acts 8. And as he was there, he he saw a man in a chariot reading. And the Holy Ghost told him, go near him. As soon as the man saw him, he said, do you understand what you are reading? Say one on one. Do you understand what you are reading? He said, how can I? Except some man. Except some man. Except some man. How can I understand? Except a Basenta leader spent private time with me. How can I understand? My shepherd is into into crowds. Nobody has spent time. Look, Look, real understanding is through one-on-one interactions. That's how we came by Uncle James. Any leader who has any difficulty, big or small, spending time with one person at a time, or two people at a time, that leader is not worth referring to as a leader. He's a fox. He's a fox. How can I the real people with the real issues, they are not sitting in crowds. They are alone appearing to be reading their Bible, but they do not understand. We need, we need Basenta leaders who are spiritual enough to feel the Holy Ghost drawing them to members, drawing them to somebody's house, drawing them to that sister sitting alone. May the Holy Ghost draw you. How is it possible the only people you are drawn to are fair-colored girls? The only people you are drawn to are men with money. Women with money. What, what, what type of behavior is that? What was, when, when will you be drawn to somebody reading his Bible and you will still have the effrontery to ask him whether he understands? A lot of what you see is not real. A lot of what you see. 
ashes running around, everything. They want to come and usher. Most of these ashes haven't read their Bibles. He said, how can I? I'm saying that today, I'm introducing a concept called laboring in the word. And I'm, you can clap your hands. That is the fountain from which we can even get money to bus. From which our members will be drawn to us. You know, you know anybody you will invite to church who follows you to church is looking for God. But when they come near you, they find that you don't have what they are looking for. Because you are a dry, canal, useless leader. I'll take it again. Anybody you find in town, unless you deceived him, that you were taking him to a drinking bar, or a chopper. But if you told the person you were taking him to church, and the person followed you to church, the meaning is that that person is looking for God. And I'm saying, when they come near you, will they get what they are looking for? This Acts 8, by the time the, the Holy Spirit took Philip back to where he took him from, the man had been baptized this type of crowd baptism is it's just for convenience. You can baptize somebody, but if you're a man, make sure you don't baptize a girl alone. Because when she enters the water and comes out, you, you, you will come out. I said, if she enters the water and comes out, you will come out. A lot of things can be done one-on-one. Sweetheart, find one person you are going to. One, sit down. One, or he and his brother. He and his sister. She and her brother. Two sisters. Sit with them. You can, Christ was walking with the men, two guys who were on the road to Emmaus. He was walking with them. And they were talking scriptures. They were talking the word of God. I said, from today, we are going to start Bible memorization. Scripture memorization. Not that you, you memorize it, you quote it, and then you explain the verse. I said, you do what? You explain the verse. The culture is also labor. You see how I'm sweating? It's just a part of laboring in the word. I've already spent time in the word of God. It took me less than five minutes to find this message for you. How many minutes? Laboring in the word is not preaching and sweating with your face towel and, and, and wiping and, 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 and changing shirts in the, in the, in the middle of the, of the preaching. That's not laboring. Acquiring the material. Acquiring the books, studying the books, reading the Bible, meditating on it, preaching to God. Look, 
most of the preaching you, we preach to crowds that are powerful are derived from the preaching we preach to individuals. It's the individual experiences that are, that are, that, that, that are converted to windows that we minister to the crowds. Without ministering to individuals, you have no business ministering to crowds because, because the word of God requires your experience too. That's why the vessel ministering it is important. That is in the Bible. Every I have not quoted yet from Quran. Neither have I quoted from a magazine. The verses I'm using in the Bible are in your Bible. Wake up! The human being, I can give you three verses to preach from. He will say something different from what he will say. You know why? It's not education. It's not family. It is the experiences they have had along the line as they have been working. The windows, the, the examples, the, 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 the anecdotes they will use to, to make the point are all based on what type of person is speaking. And that brings us to number seven. Laboring in the word. Involves laboring in the word. Involves having a lifestyle based on the word of God. (laughs) I thought, I'm sure you thought it was just getting the books, reading them and preaching them as you are sweating. We're fool. Acts 1.1 one, one. This former treatise O Theophilus, I write. Luke is writing. Of the things that Jesus Christ began, both, 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 to what, to what, to what, to what? To what? To what? To do. To do. To do. Laboring in the word involves doing. You see the strength with which I'm speaking? If I was sleeping with girls in the church, I would have come to say, let's send our Bible to Ecclesiastes. Now God has something very important to say to us about wisdom. When you are a servant of God, it's important that you learn the wisdom of forgiveness. And keep showing mercy to those who offend you because you are also a sinner. Who has not sinned? All of us have sinned. A true shepherd is one who forgives and the members are drawn to him and he builds the ministry based on what? Forgiveness. But ladies and gentlemen, when I must tell you that you are a fool, I'll tell you. When I must tell you that your relationship with that girl is not appropriate, I'll tell you. When I will tell you that, that that car you are driving is inappropriate, I'll tell you. Why? Because I am not just teaching. I am a practitioner of the word of God.
the greatest labor in the world is the labor of doing is difficult. <laughs> Hearing the word of God doesn't mean much. Everybody hears the word of God. In fact, when Jesus told them the story in Luke 6 about the two men who built their houses, both of them heard it. But they're doing. They're doing. It's time to have shepherds, basenta leader, who don't bet because of the Bible. Yes. That they do. Who have had a chance to sleep with, sleep with what's your name? To sleep with Selena. I said, no. You see, the moment you sleep with her, your voice becomes choked. You are in your room watching pornography? We finished. You are coming to tell us we shouldn't watch pornography. After you have finished watching pornography. So, so that's why Jesus didn't just preach. Take me back to Acts 1.1. Jesus did not just preach. He did. You must have a lifestyle of obeying. Obeying that. We have not married. We are going to marry in February. No matter the feelings in my waist, I will not touch you in December. Yes. I'm saying that the most difficult part of the laboring in the word of God is the doing. When it comes to the doing, we seem to have paralyzed people. We seem to have deaf and dumb. When it comes to doing, we seem to have have people who don't understand the word of God. May you be a doer. You are never allowed. The beginning was the word and the word was God and the word the word was with God and the word was God verse 2 John 1 and verse number 2 John 1 and verse number 2 look at it right there the same was in the beginning with God verse 3 all things were made by him without him was not anything made that was made keep watching verse 4 In him was life and the life was the light of men. Verse 5. The light shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. Verse 6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Verse 7. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. Verse number 8. He was not a light. But was sent to bear witness of that light. Verse 9. That was the true light which lighted every man. If you don't practice the word, you will be dim. I said, Your brightness comes from. Let's go on. Verse 10. Verse 10. For he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. Verse 11. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Verse 12. But as many as received him to them, gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Verse 13. Which were born not of blood, not of the, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Verse 14. And the word was made flesh. 
and dwelt amongst us. When you stand in front of your members to teach them, you, you must be word which has become flesh. That is no fornication, no stealing, no memorying. The word, the flesh, it's like, it's like you, are, you are an embodiment of scripture. It's an embodiment of holiness, an embodiment of hard work, an embodiment of prayer, an embodiment of Bible study. I'm saying that the word of God must become flesh. When you stand to preach, you must be the word standing there. John 20 and verse 21. As the Father has sent me, even so, send are you. And if Jesus was sent as the word becoming flesh, that he is also sending you. You cannot be standing there as a fornicator. Is fornication the word? I can't hear you. Is fornication the word? Is adultery the word? The word must become we all, Jesus was not the only flesh word made flesh. We also need basenta leaders who are word made flesh. Practitioners of the word of God. Reverends who are word made flesh. Bishops who are word made flesh. When you are not a word made flesh, you are a hypocrite. You are a fox. You are a wolf in sheep's clothing. There must be things you are doing because of the word of God. That's how Peter had audacity to say the things he said. So we've told all night. But nevertheless, at thy word, I'll practice it. May we have leaders who practice the word of God. Regardless of your feeling, you try to forgive her. On a normal day, I have nothing to do with this girl. But nevertheless, at thy word, at thy word, Laboring in the word is equal to practicing. In fact, you are not allowed to preach what you have not practiced. I said you are otherwise, then, 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 then the responsibility is shifted of you. What makes you a powerful person is the word. He said, Paul, we know. Jesus, we know. Now, now you, we don't know you. Because you are one of us. You are, you are a sinner. But the people we target, the people we are, we, we, we are concerned about are those who are living holy lives. And when we checked the last time, your name was not among, was not on the list. Bring that girl out of your room. Break up with her. It will help you. Bring that girl out of your room. I'm saying that we have done ministry in time past with fornication, pornography, not reading our Bibles, not praying, lying. You have got 10 members. You say you have got 30. You you are supposed to be bashing from Achimota. You bring your bus to the church dungeon and put members coming to church on the bus and you present them as your bus center members. Lies! But in this new era, we need people who have respect for the word of God and practice the word of God even to their own heads receive the power to practice receive the power to do no matter how you feel no matter how you feel 
And finally, number eight. Laboring in the word of God can never take place without prayer. There's a place of prayer that cannot be questioned. There can't be the word without prayer. The next time you wake up to have your quiet time, be praying in tongues as you read your Bible. Be praying in tongues as you saw the messages. Acts chapter 6 and verse 4. But as for us, as for us, we will give ourselves to what? The ministry of the word of God and prayer. The ministry of the word, Acts 6 and verse 4. The ministry of the word has got a very important part that you cannot remove. There can be no ministry of the word. Whether it's acquiring materials, reading, studying, practicing, teaching individuals, teaching groups. All these things cannot be done outside the world of prayer. Your ability to labor in the word will be defined by your ability to live a life of prayer. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. When you don't pray, the Holy Ghost will not be activated. You can have the word of God and minister death instead of life. I pray that just... If, if it is just to minister the word of God, if that is the only reason, let it be a reason for you to pray. Because those who labor in the word are men and women of prayer. Stand to your feet. Bishop Solo, come and close us, please. Keep clapping. Let's clap for our bishop. Bishop, God bless you for these powerful words. Why don't you lift your hands and begin to pray. We are praying that, Father, your word has come. We've heard what God has for us, what he's spoken to us through his servant. And you want to pray that every word that has come tonight will make an impact in your life. That you, you will not live here empty. That you will be doers of what you heard tonight. Hallelujah. So lift your voice, lift your hands and begin to pray. For some few minutes, we are praying that, Father, let these words, let the Caesar have been planted in my heart. Let my heart be a fertile ground. That will cause this Caesar I have received to grow, to bear fruits. Let it change me. Let, me. let it make me a better person. Much better than I came here. Let it have an impact in my life, my ministry. Open your mouth, please, and begin to pray. For some few minutes, we are going home in the next few minutes. Lift your voice and pray. Your prayer is changing your destiny. Your prayer is changing your life. Your prayer is, 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 is 
ensuring that the word you receive tonight is having an impact on your life. Lift your voice and pray. Pray from the bottom of your heart. Pray. Lord, change me. Lord, change me. Lord, change me. Let the words, let the word, let the words, let the seeds I receive tonight, oh God. Yes, change my life, change my ministry. Oh, yes. Your life will never be the same again. Your ministry will never be the same again. Pray. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we pray. Whatever will seek, will seek to block the word we've heard tonight, Lord. We take it out in the name of Jesus. Let the word have its full impact in our lives. May our lives never be the same again. May our ministries never be the same again. In the name of Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you all the praise. What a blessing. We have received from you tonight. And Father, I pray that this, these words we've heard, O oh God, from your servant, Lord, will, will, will fill our hearts, O oh God. Will place in us a burning desire to go out and accomplish your work in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that everyone standing here who heard this message, O oh God, from today will be a man or woman of the word. From today, the word will be lifted up above any other thing in our lives, O oh God. We will be people who will study your word, O oh God. will be people who will rightly divide your word. We, we, we will yearn after your word just as the psalmist said that the, the, the deer panted for water, O oh God. We'll be thirsty for your word, O oh God. We will seek for your word, O oh God. We will hunger for your word, O oh God. We will eat your word, O oh God. And Father, as we eat your word in the mighty name of Jesus, let your word have its full course in our lives in the name of Jesus. May your word dwell in us richly, O oh God. And Father, when we stand to teach, when we stand to minister, Lord, may we have an impact, impact on our members. And Father, may we also be doers of the word, not hearers only. That Father, your name will be glorified. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.